and welcome back to Who Runs the World. I'm your host, Lily, and today we will be talking about rebellions throughout history. History is full of acts of rebellion. There is rarely change without a group of people standing up against what is wrong. I want you to think back to a time when you've done something rebellious. Do you think this act was similar or different to something your parents have done? The question I really want to focus on is this. How can we see acts of rebellion change or repeat throughout history, especially with women's rights? Maybe you ask yourself, why are women still fighting for equal rights? A YouTuber created a video in Zimbabwe where he asked people about their thoughts on feminism and equal rights, and one of the participants had this to say. This man is saying with the increase in the number of churches and other organizations, people are using flattery to hoodwink people. I know if I come and say women are equal to men, the crowds love it, but the reality is women cannot go anywhere without a man because you are the weaker flesh. There are issues that will need a man to solve. This is just one of many examples seen in the video of not only men, but also women talking about how women are the weaker sex. But I found so many articles about women working together in Zimbabwe to gain equality. I really want to focus on acts of rebellion that can be seen in nervous conditions written by Sitsi Dangaremba and the women of Zimbabwe arise, Woza. For a very long time, all around the globe, women have and are continuing to fight for their freedom and equal rights. Women's groups continue to form and grow as women expect and rightfully deserve equality. In Nervous Conditions, the book follows a young woman, Tambu, as she gains education during white minority rule in Rhodesia, present-day Zimbabwe, in the 1960s and 70s. As her story progresses, the reader can see her rebel against the patriarchal system that she grows up in. There are so many examples of her rebellious actions, and although they may seem small, she continues to challenge those who attempt to oppress her, even though she may end up punished. Though Nervous Conditions only really focuses on Tambu and her family, these acts of rebellion can be seen throughout Zimbabwe history, as women put the fight for their rights above the safety of themselves. Activists from Woza have been gassed, abducted, beaten, and threatened as they work for their freedoms and protest a government that prevents them from participating in politics. Well, it may seem small to have Tambu talking back to her father, her brother, about what's expected of her compared to women being gassed and abducted for fighting for their rights. When you put it on the scale of one woman fighting for what she believes in compared to a group of women fighting against an entire government, what she's doing seems really impressive. I mean, Tambu is forced to fight for education and at one point growing her own food so that she can sell it and provide funds for her education only to have her brother steal them and give them away because he doesn't believe that she should have an education. But instead of just sitting back and letting this happen, she chooses to fight him. And although she ends up getting hurt and is reprimanded, she is choosing to fight for what she believes in which is something that is not super common in many of the African books that I have gotten to read. There have been examples of women standing up, but for the most part, they choose not to fight back because of what could happen to them or what it, the consequences could be for them. But Tambu chooses not to be passive, but to act when she is wronged. One of the things that Woza and its members are really trying to change is the government, and specifically Robert Mugabe. 
um, who became the president of Zimbabwe after the National Liberation War that happened between 1965 and 1980. Um, Before Cecil Rhodes came and colonized Zimbabwe, which was then Rhodesia, women had a lot more freedom and were able to gain status and money on their own. But British colonizers came in and had this idea of what women should be doing and enforced that idea upon the people living in Rhodesia. And during that time, women participated in rallies and marches and they raised money, similar to what members of Woza and other women in Zimbabwe are doing now, except now they are being met with violence. And I think looking at Sitsi Durangba, um, and this book is Nervous Conditions is semi-autobiographical. It's obviously not completely following her life, but parts of it do. And so then looking at how she chooses to participate in rallies and marches um, and fight for what she believes in. And one of the most recent examples happened in July. On July 31st, um, Sitsi Dangaramba was arrested for participating in a march against um, the presidential election and how the Zimbabwe government has chosen to protect people from COVID, although many citizens see these protections as too extreme and instead an attempt to put people down and take away people's freedoms. So this author, who wrote a book about a girl trying to fight her oppressors and the patriarchal system that many other girls at this time were trying to do just to get an education, is also doing that outside of her books and in the real world where she is fighting so that people can have these real experiences and these real freedoms and instead she is being arrested. She did um, a virtual interview a couple of days after she was released. She's no longer in jail. She was released and is now, she had said, waiting um, to go to court Um, and she said that she was accused of or she was arrested with charges such as inciting violence when she was just protesting how the government has handled the COVID response. And when she was asked why she did it, or she's asked a lot of questions about how she was feeling about being arrested. And obviously she doesn't know what the punishment is going to be. She doesn't know if she, she said she could go to jail. She said that, um, she could be fine. She really doesn't know, but she had this to say. I did what I did uh, because I am convinced that uh, we do need to engage to protect civil liberties in Zimbabwe at the moment. And uh, my conviction is that uh, what I did was right as a citizen of this country. And so I hope to be able to manage whatever I have to face. I think that's just such a powerful idea or like outlook on life because here this woman is fighting for other people and 
actively choosing, even though she knew there were the government found out about the ideas for this these marches and rallies beforehand and basically told everyone if you participate you will be arrested so knowing that she was going to be arrested she still chose to do it to protest how her government was treating people during a worldwide pandemic and even after she feels strongly in what she did and I think that's really interesting and really powerful because she's not backing down she's not she said she's scared because she doesn't know the outcome but she's not letting that change her convictions I also think that another part of these acts of rebellion and how rebellions have changed throughout history or stayed the same is is when looking at the fight for all women to be equal um it's really interesting doing a lot of research because I noticed in the book, I noticed during research and even in videos that I've watched, that there are women that don't believe that they should be equal or that rather than trying to have all women be equal, only some women should be equal or like this idea that some women are better than other women and women putting each other down kind of in the hopes of pulling themselves up almost, which I think is really interesting because as a woman, it's really hard to look at another woman and be like, you're standing in the way of my equality, so I need to tear you down in order to give myself equal rights. So one of these examples that I thought was really interesting that the vice president of Zimbabwe, Joyce Majuru, said talked about was this um operation called operation cleanup which happened in the late 1900s when unmarried and unemployed women were locked up because they were feared to be prostitutes and many women supported this operation they were for it meaning that they were okay with other women being locked up because they feared that they were prostitutes, not that they had any proof that they were. It was just that they were unmarried or unemployed. And that automatically meant that they were prostitutes. And this is something that I think I saw a lot during nervous conditions, especially with Tombu putting her mother down because she doesn't support Tombu's education or talking about um, Maguru tombu's aunt and how she's educated and therefore better than tombu's mother in one of the quotes that tombu tells her mother she says he says i must learn to be a good wife talking about her dad telling her that she needs to be a good wife but then she says look at maguru she's a better wife than you because maguru is educated um so it's just this really interesting kind of like parallel that i see of women within if you look at like women who are trying to fight for their equality and how they're doing it and then how um, other women put of uh, how some women put other women down and how that's not going to raise everyone up so that we can be equal if you're telling someone that they're not as good as your aunt. So I just thought that was really interesting. And then looking at this video again, um, about women's rights in Zimbabwe 
I think it's just really interesting how many women in this video talk about women should not be equal to men and their explanations are really interesting. Here's just one of the quotes that I found that I thought really summed up a lot of the women's responses to should a woman be equal to a man. Um, to sum this up, she says, I don't believe that men and women are equal because God said a man is the head of the house and a woman must submit under the husband, so they are not equal. That's why I'm saying they are not equal. And I thought that this was really interesting because this was actually very similar to a lot of the responses by other women was that because God said a man is the house, a woman must be under the husband. And I just thought it was really interesting because here you have, like for years, women fighting for other women, such as this, the woman in the video, for equal rights. And some of the women don't want it. They don't believe that that should be the case. So I thought that, that was really interesting because it's like an uphill battle because not only are these women who are in woes are other groups fighting for equal rights. Not only are they fighting against this patriarchal system and the men who continue to buy into this idea that women are lesser, but you also have women there who don't agree that they should be equal and therefore not supporting them. And I think that that's just really interesting. What I really wanted to talk about today was how acts of rebellion change or repeat throughout history. And I think that this can really be seen in nervous conditions with Tombu and how she talks back to her brother and her dad and she actively fights for her education and for some equal rights, even though she knows what the consequences are. And I think that this can even be brought into that, a larger idea of African literature. And I think taking what I've learned here and now looking at other books, how do I see these small acts of rebellion from other characters that I might not have seen before? And I think that this can be seen as larger groups form, such as Woza. Received the Robert F. Kennedy Human Rights Award given by Barack Obama in 2009. I want you to think back to the beginning of the podcast when I asked you about your rebellious actions and your parents and how they might differ. And I want you to really consider that as you think about all these acts of rebellions that I've talked about with Woza and with Tombu and nervous conditions and how these are similar or different to your experience.